What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I hate you right now. What a jerk. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I am joined by Miss Mary Almonte. What's going on? Nah, we're not cool right now. <laughs> Hayes just tried to play me, everyone. <laughs> you be doing that, hey guys. Oh, I man. do, but then I started doing it on purpose because I was made fun of for doing it. But now more people are making fun of me, so... Anyway. I mean, everyone. I I introduce every podcast the same way, so don't don't feel bad. I mean, it just it, it happens. It's part of being a creative. You kind of find your thing and you stick to it. Okay. <laughs> we also got <laughs> the great one himself. The Baylorism is in the building. What's going on, BTG? Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi. The red wine connoisseur is up next. Marquis, what's going on, bro? Lord of mercy. Good question. Racist, because I know that they don't like it when we do it, but they let Ted Hanks do it. Listen, let's move on. Man, we're not even finna. No, we're not touching that one. We're I, think, I think, I think, I think, I think these new rules don't apply to '80s babies. That's what I say. I, I feel that. Okay. Because I, I say, yeah, fuck that shit on a lot of shit too. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Um, but what's, we we uh, we have to start it off by saying we we got a big win uh, last night in uh, the George Floyd case. Guilty verdicts across the board. Um, I know we were talking about it in our chat basically all afternoon up until the verses, like just preparing for it. I was worried about the way that the verdict was going to go. What do you guys think? Is this a step in the right direction? Are we celebrating this this too much as a major victory? Um, what do you guys think about it? Mary, I'll come to you first. Um, I mean, obviously, it's a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but is it as big a step as people are making it? I think that really is the question. First of all, homie hasn't been sentenced yet. So let's wait and see what, what the outcome of that will be. That um, I mean, listen, the fact that we all we're expecting this to not go this way when everyone clear as day with their own eyes saw Derek Chauvin sit on George Floyd for damn near nine minutes. Um, You know, like that really says a lot about where we are as a country. Right. And like, I really did feel like I was, I had anxiety for half the day yesterday when they announced that the verdict came down because I literally felt like I was going to, I was waiting to see if my life mattered to this country. And that's just wild. Like, I'm still honestly processing my feelings. I'm still not okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's it was emotional. It was a lot. Yes, it was, I guess, the best possible outcome. But I think that, you know, it was said best that this is not justice because justice would mean some form of restoration. But what it was is accountability, which is a step towards justice. Um, but listen, there's so much more to go. I mean, honestly, to quote Nipsey for real with this one, the marathon continues. I mean, I know you're probably going to get to this next, but I mean, this within minutes <laughs> of that verdict, there was another police shooting that has now, you know, obviously I'm sure anyone who hasn't been under a rock has been seen, has seen it. So it really, that was like a testament to where we are. <laughs> Absolutely. It, it was one of the, it's, it's, 
I think this is exactly where I worded to you guys when we were texting about it today. As much things as things change, they stay the same. And this was a great example of that. The same day that this verdict comes down in the George Floyd case, we get another young black person, a 14-year-old woman uh, losing her life in this case. And it's in my city of Columbus, Ohio. Actually, one of the reasons this call got started late is I actually got a call from somebody who was putting a protest together that wants me to film it because of this. So, like, it's... It, 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 it sucks, but this is the reality that we live in, and that's being black in this country, unfortunately. All right, Marquis? Yeah, um, we, have, we, have a, we have a long way to go. Um, it's interesting because, like the shooting in Columbus, um, basically LeBron deleted his tweet and talked about basically accountability and posted a, a picture of the officer. And a lot of the commentary is, oh, he should go to jail because he's threatening this man's life. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Let's let's stop the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Let's not swing and make him now he's the victim. You know what I'm saying? Like this this is bullshit. So this is a step. I agree. I want to see what happens next. I don't need Jesse Jackson on stage or Reverend Al Sharpton on stage. Just, we just start. We need to actually start planning out and keep track of all these cases. And here's where we are in the progression. Um, and again, hold them accountable. But yeah, like Mary said, I was nervous. We were on the phone watching ESPN or whatever like that, waiting for this verdict. And I was like, yo, no, they were prepared for all out, you know, just riots and everything. And it didn't happen. But like, and, and you know what? If we, we would have been surprised. Would we have been surprised if it went the other way? It had been the same story like it was last summer. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, but I don't, I don't want it to feel like they just threw us one because when the next one comes again, is it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I put this in our chat, but I mean, I think our, our listeners, it's kind of interesting to hear that Marquis, like you and I were together when the Eric Garner um, verdict came down and we were eerily in the same exact place where Eric Garner was killed. And it was like, we both just like screamed. I mean, it was truly like a, and the, the air just felt eerily similar yesterday. And so I was really hoping that history wasn't going to repeat itself and I'm happy it didn't, but it's like, I'm not as happy as like, it almost feels weird to feel happy about this. Like this is, we're acting like we won a Super Bowl or something. And then it's like, I, w- I would love to see the scoreboard. What is it like? Right. 33 to one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Great point there. Uh, Baylor, what's your thoughts? Um, no, I don't think it, I don't think it's a step towards anything. Um, because this one was pretty much obvious. Right. Uh, and I'm okay with, I'm okay with people celebrating it, even if it's a small win. I mean, it just shows how much we've lost to where we do celebrate something like this. Like let people enjoy the small victory. Yeah, we do have to wait till they get sentenced and things like that. But at least they, uh, at least they acknowledge this time that he was actually wrong. You know what I mean? We'll get to the part when, you know, if they do some fuckboy shit and say, yeah, he'll do about ten years. All right, then well, let's let's rah rah. You know, after that. Um, but for right now, man, I've seen a lot of people online saying. This is not a this is not a victory. This is not something to be celebrating. Yo, man, just whatever people been through a lot, man. Let them celebrate it. If that's gonna make them feel good, leave them alone, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and that's what it boils down to is that it's it's been a lot, and you know, Marquis kind of touched on it too. Like it, it it's been like three summers in a row. 
that it's been shit after shit after shit. And unfortunately, this summer is off to the same fucking start. So um, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, it's a it, it's it's great that justice was served, and not even for the culture, but for his family first and foremost. And then for anything to yeah, prove, oh wait, can ahead. I say something about that? Go ahead. Yo, who idea was it to film the family though? I don't. Yeah, you know what? I don't want to sound like a hypocrite. You know what I mean? Because maybe they said it was cool for them to do that, but why did that shit feel like NFL drafting? Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a good point. That, and and that's why I said let let people celebrate. That's a good point. My bad. No, I, that's why I said let. That's why that's why I said let people celebrate because it's like <laughs> you seen the emotions flowing through that flowing through that house. But I didn't need to see it though. You yeah. know what I mean? I I didn't I didn't I don't, I don't know about that one. Even the press yet, release yet. after it was like okay, everyone and their mom was speaking, and I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. I, how? And yesterday was just full of emotions because everybody was just we was waiting on we was waiting on the word, but at the same time we couldn't wait to get to red and math. On top of that, through the midst of everything, like Mary said, we got this other news. That actually happened earlier in the day. You know what I mean? So it was just a mix of emotions going on at the time. Yeah, definitely. For real. Definitely. All right. So let's, 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 I, I, I mean, it's, we're not picking up anything quite yet because we do have another very sad topic to talk about. And that is the death of Black Rob. Um, like, why why like it 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 still it's that still doesn't feel so real we're losing people who still that we would theoretically have thought have had a lot of life left in them and for this to happen like a week after dmx is just it sucks it's sad um and you know prayers out to his family and of course we'll get into like conversations have spurned out about diddy and his place and like a lot of the history of like his artist struggling afterwards i do want to point out that he did he did come out and say that he's going to be covering the funeral costs which is good stuff there but uh what do you guys think about the the passing of black rob marquee i'll come to you first that shit hurts man again we're reminded we're losing our people people that we love and respected and again like Black Rob is another one of those rappers. If you know people who know people, he was there was never anything bad about him. There's never a conversation where you say, Oh, this nigga is kind of fake, whatever. He was a bodyguard at first, and you know what? He saved, he basically saved Diddy. When everybody was gone, you know, went to jail, um, Mace was out, Biggie died, it was Black Rob with Woke. He saved that boy. And it's great that he's gonna cover things now, but where were you then? And I don't want to look at, back at, at, at that point of time where he disappeared, but hopefully you'll get the message like, bro, your, rep, your record is just it's atrocious. I mean, look at Craig Mack. Look at all the rappers that basically are gone on your watch. Learn from this dude. I mean, I remember there was a video. He had this cute little white girl that he's bragging that he adopted and everything. That's great. What about Black Rock? You know what I'm saying? These are, this is family. This is your family. But you're bragging that you adopted a little white girl? Like, come on, man. So again, I hope I hope we learn from this. I hope he picks this up. Says, you know what? I'm going to be the one to start this hip hop um, union, and then combine with other Dr. Dre and the rest of them. And say, you know what? We're, we're going to spearhead this. We're the grandfathers or forefathers right now in hip hop. We're the billionaires. Let's make something happen for our people or that generation, the pioneers of hip hop. So, all right, all right. Baylor, what do you think? Or maybe, or maybe we shouldn't hold Diddy to those standards. You know what I mean? Maybe. You know what we feel about Diddy or how we should feel about Diddy is invalid. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I guess we looked at him in that light because he brought us some great talent, 
some great music, but at the end of the day, I mean, shit, nobody has actually started a union. Even the even the artists that we actually appreciate on a day to day basis. So. Again, I mean, I would just educate people that want to be in the music industry to be careful of who you trust and who you believe in and who you sign with. It is messed up because, you know, us four people, we actually care about people. Yeah. You know, we even though West Coast and East Coast had their, you know, beef at the time or, or whatever, I still look at uh, a, a black Rob like an uncle. You know what I mean? A cat that is older than me from a different generation and, and, and uh, you know, a person that I, that I listened to when I was younger. So at the end of the day, when you see the artists that you supported back in the day, you would like to see them in a better light. Uh, but that's just us. That's not the people that you signed to. So maybe we got to stop looking at people that, you know, ha- have, have that type of power, but they don't, you know, necessarily have that responsibility. So and that's a great point. No, definitely let you go. The only point I want to make is that I understand what you're getting at because in real life, if we went through struggle, we wouldn't look for our former employer to come and do shit for us. We're we're not an employee anymore. So I get that that point, but I think it's a different element because this hip hop thing is is personal. Like we you 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 build those personal relationships, so it it makes us feel a little a little bit differently. So, but are we wrong? And by us, we, I mean the culture, not us specifically on this podcast, for vilifying Diddy, for looking at it as just an employee-employer relationship, if that's what he does. Not saying that that's what he... Okay. Okay, cool. We're not wrong. What what I'm saying is we're not wrong because we have pure hearts. That's all I'm saying. Got you. Got you. Diddy capitalized on on his raw talent. You know, we pulled him from the streets and just basically marketed, made it a marketing campaign. We're going to take what your, your street cred and commercialize it. You know, I'm going to make money off of it too. You know what I mean? So, True. And, and it's, so go ahead. And no, no, and I get that. But if he was signed to Capitol Records that we don't know who the CEO is, we wouldn't have that same standard. Yeah, but we he wouldn't be approachable. Diddy's approachable. He's in the videos. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. the CEO of Capitol is not in the video. He's yeah. in the videos. And I mean, I think one of the greatest stories I heard well, was he, well, he wasn't that approachable if the locks was trying to get in the building to get to him. <laughs> well, you know, he got his ass in Steve Stout office, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> one of the great stories I heard was when Master P basically saved Snoop Dogg's life. Wasn't on a mm-hmm. label. I basically gave him money for being on the song. Like, look, you don't want to drop that track. You'll be dead. So let's just handle this. I'll take care of you. I'm going to give you G's just to be on one feature. And this is what real money looks like. Get out of your deal. Let me take care of you. That's what it is. That sounds like a pure heart to me. Mary, what do you think of all this? So, I mean, I know we touched upon it last week, right? And I just for starters, thought we had more time, right? Like, we saw that he was sick, but it didn't look like he was going to die in a matter of days like that. So it was really, it was kind of unexpected, um, for sure. And, well, there's two things. Secondly, I find it very eerie that uh, I feel like we need to check on the locks (laughs) because, (laughs) you know, both X and Black Rob were in that 24 hours to live joint and uh, they end up dying a week after each other. So I find that to be really eerie. 
Um, but thirdly, and I saw someone tweet something to this effect, right? And it's like, you know, when we were teenagers or coming up, and obviously we were looking up to all of these people because, you know, whatever, they were older. Um, you know, men, black men living to be 21 was like an accomplishment because they were getting taken out by violence and, you know, whatever, the game, right? And now it seems like, you know, these people aren't making it out of their 50s and it's like health related. Right. I mean, I still don't quite know what exactly was ailing uh, Black Rob. I mean, it, I, I read some interviews where he was saying he had high blood pressure, but you could live for like 50 years with high blood pressure. So I don't think that's what got him there. I know there was supposedly some kind of liver failure towards the end or something like that. I don't know. But whatever it was, it just, like, that was a health issue. And then even with DMX, I feel like it's still a little unclear, right? Like, I know we said, we had read in the beginning that it was like a cardiac arrest due to an overdose, but then they kind of took it back and said it wasn't an overdose. And so whatever it is, it feels like a little scary that our heroes, our legends are not living to become senior citizens yeah. due to health problems. So yeah. just kind of want to point that out. Definitely. Definitely. Um. Yeah, I mean, you touched any any anyone got anything left before we move on? Uh, dude was a stand up guy, man. Dude was a stand up guy. Like he was just he was just cool. I mean, and it's good that the point was mentioned that he did save Bad Boy at one point. That period. Uh -huh. So, um, and that's that's a that's woe is a Negro spiritual at this point. You can't tell me it's not. Uh, so you know, yep. rest in peace. Uh, and you know, prayers to his family. Uh, let's 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 now get ready to pick it up. Let's, let's get the the sadness out of the way. Um, and this is an artist that I don't listen to at all. Like this, admittedly, I've never seen the appeal of Post Malone's music, but this is a milestone, and I wanted to talk about it from just that place that is his milestone. He's the youngest artist ever to have three diamond singles. He has three diamond singles at the age of twenty. First of all, the fact that Post Malone is only twenty five blew my mind because he looks every bit of he's about to be forty. Like it's like. I don't know how this man's living, but that when I read that he was only 25, I legit had to go back and like how the, we all look younger than than fucking Post Malone. We're all considerably <laughs> older than Post Malone. That's fucking wild. Uh, but jokes aside, like that's a huge accomplishment accomplishment to have three singles that cross over 10 million in sales. Baylor, it's your turn up first. What do you make of it? I mean, I like White Iverson. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's catchy. <laughs> It got Especially annoying. They played it so goddamn much. I did like it at first. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Um, but you know, you know what they say. You, you know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. I don't care about these numbers. Yeah, I mean, because the thing is, is like he has a fan base, and that's all that matters. You know what I mean? So salute to him. And I. All right. Well, there you go, but, um, Marky. He writes some catchy ass songs. Does he write? Them I can though? see why. He, that's a very good question. Whoever <laughs> writes these songs, catchy as fuck. So I'm not gonna knock it. It is what it is. I mean, it's pretty relevant. I'm surprised Drake didn't get up there, but hey, he crossed over more. Yeah, no, he definitely have crossover appeal. Mary, what do you? What do you? Are your yeah. kid? Mary, by the way, do your kids listen to Post Malone? Because I, when I put this on the list, I asked my daughter. You know, she's my. She's my flag bearer of like how I figure what the young people find catchy. And she even said, I'm listening to Post Malone. So, but go ahead, Mary. What do you think? 
Well, let's start with I listen to Post Malone. I'm okay. actually a fan. Okay. So, yeah. Although, I must say that one person had tweeted that Post Malone always sounds like he's cold, and I can't see <laughs> 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 that. That is does, great. But, yeah. But, um... <laughs> But actually, the first time I ever saw Post Malone was he was opening for Fetty Wap, who my daughter was obsessed with. So it was her birthday, and I took her to a Fetty Wap concert, and I see Post Malone run out on stage, and I'm like, who is this dirty little white boy? And then he sang White Iverson, <laughs> and it was like, oh, okay. like That's when he so, thought you were sisters, right? I mean, when don't they think we're sisters, but yes. Um, yeah, they literally were like, what high school do you guys go to? And it was like, she wasn't even in high school yet. And I was long out of it. But anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, I don't want to say this is well-deserved because I do think other people deserve to be there more, (laughs) but I do enjoy a Post Malone song. So good for him. Cool. Well, there you have it. Uh, hats off to to him. Uh, but I mean, that's, it's, it's a huge accomplishment. Me, me enjoying this music or not. You can't deny the milestone that, that is for anyone. I don't give a damn if it was somebody I hated, um, which I don't. It's like I, I just I don't enjoy his music. I don't, but it's I don't dislike him or whatever. I hate him as an actor. The few movies I've seen him in acting are fucking terrible. Uh, but you know, hats off to him. Now let's get into what people I know are probably dying to hear us talk about. The verses that I would say this is the main event, but on an episode that we're talking about a versus like this, it's not yeah. the main event. You know, we got some shit uh, coming up, but 420 versus Red and Meth. This was if this is what versus and this is the thing that it put me in. It put me in the place that this was not a versus. This was a concert that was streamed live. That's what that this was. It was an experience. If versus as a platform is is evolving into more of a an experience like an online experience that we culturally come together and we experience collectively without having to leave the comfort of our own homes. This gave me a whole new insight on what verses could be because this was fucking amazing. I remember when they first came out and the first started them, I'm like, okay, so is this, is this not going to be them doing songs against each other? And very quickly you realize, no, it's not going to be, this is going to be something completely different. And I fucking Loved it to every guest. We got Keith motherfucking Murray, Keith Murray, K Solo. We got the green eye bandit. Where where have these people been? The fact that Red and Meth brought these people out that we have not. I haven't thought about Keith Murray in so fucking long that when I saw him, I'm not going to lie. It was like going to that family reunion and seeing that cousin that you just remember, like you have this keen one memory from your childhood and you see them and it's all love. You guys bring it up every time. Like this was a fucking amazing experience of amazing, but I gotta go. I gotta go to Miss Staten Island herself. Mary first on this. What did you think about this versus Mary? How high did you get high? Did you eat an edible? Please tell me you at least popped the edible during this. I don't do anything weed related. Okay. So no, I did not. But here's the thing. If you, y'all want to call me Miss Staten Island, um, not for nothing, but irrespective of last night, right? Even last night made me realize that the person who really deserves their flowers for versus, um, and you know, obviously outside of Tim and Swiss is the RZA. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you really think about how many of these verses is that he is responsible for, um, 
you know, yeah. it's it's a quite a number. And then it really makes you think how much of the culture that he really has inspired by his genius, right? And his vision. Um, I don't know if you guys read The Tao of Wu. It's definitely a must-read book, if you have not. Um, and he really gets into how, like, the vision for Wu came to life. Um, but anyway, so last night was fucking epic, like you said. Um, and... As far as production goes, it was definitely the best verses that we've had so far from a production standpoint. It definitely was was a concert. Um, so that was dope. So much to say about Red and Mets chemistry. It's still being solid after 20 plus years of them being together. They gave us choreography. <laughs> um, just their banter, right? Like the way they bounce off of each other is just... It's like you could tell that they're really friends. And that's also like something that I think is really special. Um, and like, you know, obviously we've seen lots of verses so far where people celebrate each other and respect each other. But, you know, they really do elevate each other and lift each other up. And I think it's dope. Um, another thing that I don't think probably was recognized or got its flowers was I feel like this was the first verses that there really was a set design. And that set design was meticulous. When I tell you everything that was on that stage in the background were classic hood Staten Island scenes. I mean, they had like a span of Park Hill. They had Stapleton. They had like stores that were known in the hood in Staten Island. They had the Verrazano Bridge, the ferry. Like, obviously, if you're not from Staten Island, I guess you wouldn't have appreciated it. But even the tagging, the graffiti tagging was actual, you know, replica of you know, famous spots that murals were created, like in Staten Island hoods. So that was just amazing to me. And I really like appreciated that, you know, um, attention to detail. And I hope other people did too. And I mean, again, you know, I rep for Staten Island very hard. Nobody reps to me harder than meth. And <laughs> I mean, he definitely, you know, he came out with his Park Hill gear, which Raekwon also wore. Um, you know, he sh he literally was shouting out the local stores and businesses. Very, very dope. Um, I mean, you already spoke to... And, and also, we got to talk about Redman, right? Like, he always reps for Jersey. Jersey is not a place that a lot of people rep. I think I understand why, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> the armpit anyway, of America. I, yeah, Lauren that Hill. was a shot at, Lauren Hill was shot Jersey. at Marquis, by the way. Lauren Hill's from Jersey. Who's from Jersey. Isn't Button from Jersey yeah, also? Yeah, yeah. from Jersey City. Okay. Yeah, really? but anyway, right. <laughs> I feel like Redman for me was the first one to really put on for Jersey and like Brick City for me, for me. Again, okay. I'm okay. You know, my generation's behind yours. So mm, um, shots. <laughs> you saw that. You saw that. But yeah, no, for real, though. So for me and he still was doing it last night, even though they were in Staten Island and clearly he was outnumbered. He still had to be like for the three Jersey niggas that are up in here, we're, mm. we're going to rep for y'all. So, I mean, yes. And I think that you covered it, Hayes. There's nothing else to say. I mean, they had EPMD out there. They bought Rizzo back. They had DJ Cool, which I didn't even know was Redman's uncle. So that was, I was yesterday years old when I learned that. Um, I mean, it was just epic. It was a great night for the culture. Um, I, you know, like, I don't even know what else there is to say. I just hope there, I do think that kudos to you for being a man who can change his stance because I remember a few verses ago you were like yo i was over it. i think versus is finished yep. and i feel like they found a way to kind of bring it back so yep. let's see what happens next listen <laughs> the feel the, they brought the feeling back like th this this the last couple verses <laughs> have just 
completely reinstilled my excitement for it as a platform and like what it can be yeah. and even even the next one i'm super excited for that too like it's they 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 did their thing um and i wanted you you said this is the first one that you felt like had set design i i feel like the first one that had purposeful set design to me not to this degree though were was too short in e40 because that was very okay. cali in that one like in the having the cars in the background and everything but i, I feel True. what you're saying with that uh baylor what, what were your thoughts on it um well, it took me back. It took me back to my childhood for sure. I was glad that RZA damn near forced them to admit that we about to have another movie. Don't know mm-hmm. if it's going to be a how I uh, remake, you know, part two, or are we just going to get something totally different. I don't care what it is. I just want to see both of them in a the movie. Um, and then to see all the features and and yes, I was I was that guy that said yeah, versus is dead because it felt like they were trying to force certain acts. Mm-hmm. And when you can just go back to the past and figure out the pedigree, and that's what they're doing, you know what I mean? Um, so again, if this is going to if this is going to turn out to be somewhat of a concert and for us to view it online, I am here for it. They just got to get it. Just don't bring back, you know, two chains and Rick Ross. We don't need it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we don't need that. Stick with the '90s, and you'll win. Mm. I feel that. I feel that, Marquis. Oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> not often am I excited about something. Like, I don't I don't get excited about shit. This, I was excited for it. All right. This took me back. Just just so many levels. It was so serious. Like, t- to me, and I, I know we had this conversation before about the best duos in hip-hop. And I know Run DMC and everything. I'm sorry. Red and Meth will always be the best duo in hip-hop to me. And they weren't even, they were born in, in completely different, um, um, you know, groups. Uh, um, there was a hit squad, death squad, and then it was Wu-Tang. How they got together, it was like perfect synergy. Mm. The moment they got on a track together, you knew there was something there that was special. Um, it was so serious. I remember when the Blackout album came out, and I bought the CD. I bought two. I bought one of them not to open because I thought that was going to be a collector's because I needed that album to be saved. That was how flawless the album was to me. Yeah. Um, Jersey, yeah. Red was always my favorite rapper, personally. Nas is my favorite. Of, of all time, but Red Man was always my personal favorite. Um, dude just had shit that went over people's heads. The the angles he came from, I, I swear to you, the shit that he said people probably didn't catch is just that serious. He's just crazy with it. Back then, and it was funny because when Method Man first came out, um, right around Takao and then the, the prequel, um, or excuse me, the um, Takao 2, mm-hmm. 2000, I always said Method Man was the most overrated, underrated rapper ever. The reason is because people really didn't pay attention to his actual, his, his lyricism. They more paid attention to his image and how popular he was until people started accepting this motherfucker actually do have, does have lyrics. So that's, that's that. Um, back to the whole Wu-Tang. I believe that Red Man was the anointed 11th official member of the Wu-Tang. Now, you can correct me on that. I believe Nas was the 9th or 10th, somewhere around there. Um, the fact that Red man had on the shirt, Reggie, Jay-Z, Tupac, and Biggie, Eminem's favorite. Fucking awesome. Um, this was, this, to me, this was one of the, the, the best moments of hip-hop that I could see virtually without being there on stage, when, you know, watching them live. I remember they did the um, Hard, Knock, Hard, Hard, Hard Knock Life tour. Mm-hmm. I was there for that. And, of course, they opened for Jay and everything like that. But, again, the synergy, that chemistry, you can tell that they are this close. So I was I was excited to see. I'm going to watch it again. So and to to piggyback off something you said, you mentioned, 
how like some of his lyrics went over people's heads. What I will say to that is even last night, there were songs that I have been listening to literally since I was a child that when he was spitting last night, I was like, God damn, that was a sick fucking lyric. Like, I knew the lyric, but I, ne- I never slowed down enough to realize what the fuck he was saying. Um, and so oh let, let, the best concert I've ever been to in my life was the Rock the Mic tour in which it was Jay-Z and 50 Cent headlining. Buster was on there. Snoop was on there. Meth and Red was on there. And Twister was on there. Best fucking concert of my life to this day. I was 15, 16 years old when I went to that concert. And that concert is fucking stuck with me. Uh, best fucking performance that I've ever seen in my life. Really quick, I think Red Man, I don't know why you don't have your own rum. Diddy had his rock, everything like that. This should be a red rum. Mm. I like that. Can I, I like can that. I can I ask can I ask the room this question? What and I'm and I'm I'm asking a serious question because I hate I hate that I hate that we uphold certain artists to like the number one spot and we don't allow other cats to be included because maybe a certain fan base might be bullies or something like that. Okay. But when I hear Red Man rap separate when i hear method man rap and i'm talking about throughout their career uh-huh. how come how come they're not mentioned as the greatest and they're they and i'm just using these two artists because of last night there's other yeah. artists that i want to include i hear meth actually included in not top 10 but if we get down to top 15 i heard meth sneak in there a couple of times depending on like what age the person is on like so i do hear meth Reggie, I never do, hear. Do you, do you believe that? Oh, do you believe because there has been a narrative that uh, for certain artists that we just exclude, we run with it, and we exclude other artists from that argument just because of the mass? Because I feel like, and I brought up Jada Kiss before, and I brought up Styles P. I feel like Method Man can go bar for bar with your favorite rapper. And I'm not saying you. I'm saying everybody that's listening to this. I feel like Method Man can go bar for bar with anybody. Mm-hmm. I think this, I, I think, I know, yeah, I agree with that whole, wholeheartedly. I think what happens, and this is, this is just my observation. I'm, this is just based off you just bringing it up. I haven't had a lot of time to sit down and think about this. But my first mind goes to, is I think that happens to a lot of artists who were part of groups that were as big as them as individual artists. Like when artists transcend the group and their their solo run is bigger than what the group run is, they they get put in that conversation. But typically, for me, is that when artists are part of a legendary group that people's mind goes to first, they don't get put in the, in the solo conversations as much as they probably deserve. But is that fair? Because no. when when I could, I could look I could no, look at Wu Tang and say Wu Tang is a powerful empire. But yeah. you can also say Wu Tang and Method Man. You can say Wu Tang with Method Man, and you can also say Wu Tang and Method Man. That's how dope he is. Oh, Method Man so, is amazing. Go ahead, Marky. Yeah, for, for me, um, you go ahead. No, I, I'll let you take the notes. It's a transition to Method Man. Go ahead, Mayor. For me, well, I was just gonna say something that I actually thought of last night because Baylor, much like we always do, I kind of was thinking along the lines of what you just said. And but I was thinking that more so for Redman, and I feel like because Redman was funny or a character, mm. maybe he wasn't taken as seriously. And I mean, I guess you didn't really see it so much last night. I mean, yes, you did if you listened. Yeah. But like his videos were so animated. He always like even that Docs the Name album, like where it was like the animated caricature of himself, and yeah. some of the videos from that continued it. Like I just feel like people 
I don't, and I don't mean this in a such a negative sense, but I think people were like, he's a clown. Like he's like, you know what I mean? He's a character. Like, he plays too much. Yeah. Right. He's a character. But he's but also he, the number one guy that we would want to kick it with in real life. For sure. And I swear to you, Baylor, here we are again. Cause I swear. I So I watched it with my daughter and I, I told her like, if I could have, chilled with any any artist like if you would have asked me when i was in high school it would have been red man like if i could be best friends with anyone and like to this day i still feel that way he's just hilarious but i think people looked at that and slept on his skill and i feel like he's nasty like seriously his flow his lyricism like marky said like the things that we don't even hear from him are <laughs> Could fill a book. Like, so, yeah, I think he's definitely slept on. I mean, Eminem so, has admitted to taking his style a little bit. So that just goes without saying there. But go ahead, Marky. Yeah. If you listen to Buster's first rock, first album, he took Redman's style. The reason he said, let's not forget, I originate all that rah-rah shit. He said that. People took his style. Two, I, I paid attention to, um, and I think we had this conversation last week about the Nori, um, the, the Nori and um, Cam podcast. Um, it's what other rappers say about other rappers and red man is always in a conversation of other rappers favorite rappers or mentioned in those conversations so sure. I, I, I i i know he's respected amongst his peers but i agree i think his and you said it that comedic value his lyrics do go over people's heads i can probably recite muddy waters and there is a dark side for you like that i paid attention to that album those two albums so much detail so much shit was dropping i was i had to rewind it and the back to your point, Baylor, one another rapper that is so over underappreciated is Lupe Fiasco. Like this dude says shit that you literally have to rewind and continuously rewind to pick apart what he's saying. And again, it's just maybe it's because the masses don't love it, or I don't know. But, but yeah, when we get to the point, when we get to the point where we stop lying to ourselves and and just rolling with the masses, because we watch we watch these artists their careers i'm saying we watch these artists grow up right and we make the money too but we've seen the lies that they've told us and things like that because we assume that once you got a contract uh that you made it you know what i'm saying when we watch them walk through these empty houses on cribs and, and lie and say they're theirs but who has the best cribs though green ranger who has the best one yeah, red man bro. yeah that's, that's what you get word yeah. He, yeah. he was in Staten Island. That's who he is. Yeah. That's exactly who he is. Yeah. So that's you know, my he point. Was, uh, Nas's weed weed dealer, right? He used to um, run um um weed for Nas when Nas lived in Rhode Island. Yeah. In Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. They admitted so that story. I have a question for you guys. Speaking of your favorite rappers, favorite rappers, did anybody catch when Meth had said that his top five is Inspector Deck, Inspector Deck, <laughs> Inspector Deck, <laughs> all the way down? <laughs> I thought that was pretty interesting. That's dope. Yeah. 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 All right. Good, great conversation. That, that went to a place I didn't expect. That's that's what's up, Baylor. It always, we always find a way to go left here. Uh, but it was a great conversation. <laughs> uh, maybe one that we pick up later. And and in that, I think Mary, I think is the one who said it at one point, or maybe it was you, Baylor. Um, we talk so much lately in the chat. I I don't keep up, but uh, having a conversation about the the most underrated MCs. Yeah. So. That was Mary. That was Mary. Yeah, okay. Buster. Oh, Buster. Okay, I forgot. Fun. I forgot it was even me. <laughs> See, <Yeah. laughs> but yeah. only, only reason I know that is because you brought up Redman in the chat. That's the only reason. Okay. Right. Okay. That's why. 
The, all right. the, the crazy part is that we all think alike. We don't know who said it. So that's what the fuck some Yo, what up, man? It's the Geek Set Podcast, the only podcast that blend hip hop culture and geek culture together. I'm your boy Deuces. This is Lib. This is your boy Bacardi. And make sure y'all check us out every other Tuesday on the UrbanMogulLife.com or any other podcast platform. Let's go. But moving on, so and this is something I, I, I texted you guys. Like, it just feels like there's a lack of new music right now. So there's not a lot of new music to review. But Baylor came up with a great idea. We're gonna kick it here. This is a quick one. We don't. I don't know how deep this is gonna get. But top five beats of all time. Who wants to kick this one off? I thought we were going with three. Oh, you're right. We, we you're, no, five. No, no, we're doing five. We're doing three. We're doing three. Three favorite weed movies later oh, on for four twenty. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's top five right. beats of all time. Man, I can't even. Oh shit! I can't even narrow my top beats to five. Sheesh! I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I thought about the moment I heard it. It brought me back. So one, put your hands in my eyes and see. The moment True. you hear that shit. Uh, the first time I heard it, I'm like, holy shit, I still can remember the video. True. Um, oh, my God. You're going in and out. Yeah, you're going in and out, Marky. We can't hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Move closer. In the club. Okay, that's fair. All right, what's next? The symphony. Symphony. Okay. That was back in the day with um, yeah, Big Daddy Kane, the rest of them. Scenario remix. What's that for? And who shot you? Okay. And who shot you? I love that. All right. My top five. Number one, I've said this on this podcast probably a hundred times since we've been favorite beat of all time, Boys in the Hood. That's my favorite beat of all time. Uh, uh-huh. uh number two, Super Thug, Nori. Number three, Rough Riders mm-hmm. Anthem. Number four, mm-hmm. Grinding by the Clips. And number five, Cream Wu-Tang. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's my top five beats of all time. Mary, what's yours? No, I don't want to do this. <laughs> All right. Oh, my shit will change if I hear something else, but go ahead. I know. That's what I was going to say. But, okay, so how about I just throw in some, because all of the ones you guys mentioned, I co-sign. One, how about this one? One that would definitely be in my top five, probably fifth. I heard last night, and if I didn't hear it last night, I would have forgot about it, but wild the fuck out. Okay. <laughs> By Redman. That beat mm-hmm. is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I heard it, I was just like, so I'll yeah. contribute oh that to the list because <laughs> I feel like that would be a forgotten one. Damn. Obviously, Cream Triumph is up there for me Ooh, too. Yes, yes. Yeah. Especially when you hear the originals, like you know, and then mm-hmm. like the samples, it's like crazy. Okay. Yeah, you can go, Bailey. <laughs> okay, so this was actually a, a track because. My top five beats change all the time. That's how me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, my number exactly. one. My number one never changes. Never. But everything yeah. else can change hey, depending on my mood. Me, me, me and Hayes is on the same page with Boys in the Hood. That'll never change. Uh, I got ambition as a writer. Mm. Uh, it it ain't hard to tell. It ain't hard to tell. I hate to be biased towards that, but I think that's the best song ever created. Um, Agreed. Hundred percent. Paul Revere. Ooh, Beastie Boys, yes. Yeah. Wow. And then this one, this one is going to, I can't lie, I dance to this shit all the time when it come on. Big time is still fly. I, okay, I can't, I can't hate on that at fucking all. And, and, and then look, my honorable mention, yo, the locks while out, I move out the way when that comes on. 
move. I'm shocking somebody. Okay. I like those picks. So my, much sugar is in my blood. And just because I, I'm surprised that no one mentioned it on here. Uh, well, Baylor. I thought it would be on Baylor's list. Maybe that's just biased, but I got five on it. Mm, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, wait. I have two more that just came Go for it. I'm about to say. Go for it. I got New York State of Mind Part 2. Okay. And then I have Feeling It. Jay-Z. But I guess I'm feeling jazzy tonight. <laughs> so No one mentioned Dipset Anthem, which was surprising to me because I thought that would make somebody's list. And then no. um if you, ask me, if you ask me next week. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Shimmy Shimmy Ya. Never change. Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, hell yeah. Yeah, that's true too. Quiet. Oh, shook yeah, ones. Shook. Nobody mentioned shook, shook ones. ones. Hell yeah, Dude, I had it. Oh, wait. Do it. Hey, so we got to throw uh, Twisted in there. Okay. Quiet Storm. Like, well, this can go on. Anyway, what's yeah. your favorite five beats Problem. of all time? Let us know, listeners. We'd love to hear from you on that one. This is just, we, we can we can, we can can get caught up in a rabbit hole all day long uh, going down that one because we all love music hey, very, well, very when much. When they come in there and oh. we have M-O-B-B, oh, my God. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> All right, next uh, next topic. Getting our t- oh no, black people like rock too. I'm sorry. Presented by the one and only Red Wine Connoisseur himself, Marquis. What you got for us today? So check this out. So this is inspired actually by Baylor. Um, you're on a road listening to Creed, and also Mary, you mentioned the Jesus Walks video, right? Mm-hmm. So based on what rock was created, how it was formulated, was based on Southern gospel. Um, then it influenced. Uh, a lot of people have steal some music from, you know, black people and everything like that and incorporate that. But there's a lot of religion in music. And I think uh, bands like Creed and a few others kind of brought that to light. They had their following. And Jesus Walked was the first successful hip-hop um, religious religious song, kind of crossover. You know what I mean? How do y'all feel about that? Like, how do you feel about religion and music, especially in this generation? Mm. I mean, I think religion and music go hand in hand, right? Because most of our musicians... Well, I think it started that way anyway. Yeah. So I, right? I, I think there's always going to be a reflection and a representation of of religion in music, and it should be. Um, now, does, does it need to go overboard? And some people try to capitalize on religion and shit like that, but religion is always going to have its place in music. It's rooted together. I mean, mm-hmm. look, at, look at even how many people still in just this generation will choose their church based on how good the choir is at the church. So... Music and religion go hand in hand, especially in our in our community and culture. Then where is it now? It's reflected. People have, you, stra- it, it, people have strayed away from religion in general, though. But you you there's actually more of an undertone in it than what we realize. There are a lot of artists, even the mumble rappers, that mention religion. Now it's not as yeah as as overboard as as clear as like a Jesus walks, but religion is still in music today. Please point it out. I would love to hear that. Yeah, I mean you have. The only reason I say that is okay. Yeah. The only reason I say that is if. There's religious undertones. That's great. But if it's not being brought to the forefront, then is it pretty much? I mean, because Satan, the Satan sneakers were huge. Mm-hmm. That was a whole controversy where those things are worth millions or, you know, hundreds of thousands right now. But well, that's, the only reason I go ahead. I was going to say, well, I, I just think in general, people have strayed away from religion and started a spiritual journey. They might have they might have religious traits in their music. Or Satan traits, who are all I know, but uh, it's not as heavy as it used to be because people have chose to walk a spiritual route rather than a religious route. 
And and I mean, just some things that come to mind. You asked for examples. I mean, Kendrick Lamar is a great example of it. The overall theme of all his skits in his music is very much religion and asking the Lord for forgiveness. Uh, that's that was a theme throughout Good Kid, Mad City. ASAP Rocky is also another one. Hell, he has a track named Holy Ghost. So like he speaks on Christianity a lot in his music too. And those are just two that come to mind quickly. Like I said, if, if you want more recent examples cool. and specific examples, I'd have to take some time out to 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 get that. But those come to mind quickly. I appreciate that, and and this is why I go back to X. X basically, no matter how tortured he was, he gave a prayer. Mm. And the prayers he gave were real. You felt them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, and I don't know what inspires artists to create um, the music they do. Um, whatever it is, I, I encourage that. Again, I, as a musician, you know, I created things based off of my emotions, my feelings. Whatever inspires you, especially, and you always know this, the most tortured or troubled souls create the best music. No matter what it is, they create the best music. And those but they had playing. a foundation back in the day. Think about the artists that's making music now. You wonder why these kids are sad? Because they're listening. They're, they're, they're digesting sad music. Mm-hmm. Where when you just yeah. brought up DMX, yeah, he will give us some rah-rah shit, and then he will pray for us. And he stood on it, and he, had, and he had impact. Nowadays, these kids are listening to these mumble rappers and these cats that just seeing rapping or whatever, and it's yeah. sad shit. They're talking about depression and suicide and things like that. So. This is what they're intaking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, even this... the songs that seemingly are happy when you actually listen to them, they're like, wait a minute, we play games a lot to avoid the depression. What? <laughs> like, yo, and I mean, and I and I know, I know, I know, you know, some of us may have our differences with this particular artist, but just to show you how bad the times are, Logic came up with a whole ass suicide song mm-hmm. with the number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Jordan Lucas did the same thing. Uh, which kind of started Lucas as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Quick, mean, quick question: What is Post Malone? Where is where's what genre is he in? Pop. I mean pop. Yeah. Pop folk He's rap. Pop. <laughs> like I, I folk, rap. Folk, folk rap. Folk rap. <laughs> hey shit. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> hey, look. Is that not the perfect? If is that not the perfect way to describe it? Like. Yeah, hey, if, if, right. If this was my first time recording with y'all, I would believe that was a such thing. I was like, yeah, that's right. Johnny Cash meets Drake. I'm for that. Yeah. Right. Dog did not like that at all. The dog must be uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, look, I was sick of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is a dumb white so, is joint. so uh, we got to get into our TV and film section. We have been running super long, so I'm going to condense some of this. Uh, we're going to do, we're going to skip Snowfall only because the finale airs tonight and next week we can just talk about the whole season. So we'll skip Snowfall. But I really need to know why you think Leon's going to die. I, t- I explained it to you. He killed a kid. He so killed a kid. He has wait, to die. Wait. That's just no, the- but you then said we gotta talk about that. last week solidified that Leon was a goner. Yes, because if you look finale. at it, is that like the, so the reason why I say that is that Leon was trying to talk to old girl's mom to hopefully calm it all down, right? So which means that he still feels something unanswered to him. There's thematic themes. Again, it has to be somebody like, I, so because of that and her dying, him having her blood literally on his on his face because of that, and then Scully's conversation earlier in the show where he was saying for forgiveness, I think what all the death that happened last episode is going to send Scully down the spiral and Leon has to go on top of killing the kid. I really feel like the, the, the ending of this season is going to be Leon 
either shot. Maybe we don't find out he's dead until the beginning of next season. But Leon bleeding, bleeding in Franklin's arms. That's how the season's in. So we didn't talk about the hat trick that Franklin pulled off. No, those three bodies. Those are three important bodies. Yes, yes. And you're gonna yo. skip our snowfall. Franklin, well, that's because you motherfuckers <laughs> talk so much. We're an hour in. And we still got two segments to go. We started late. We started. <laughs> late. You know what? I agree. I agree. With, I, I agree with pushing snowfall to next week, especially after this episode. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Okay. So it's gonna be so, a lot. So, well, can we just all just agree or disagree that are we? Do we? Are we at peace with the three bodies that that dropped last week? Absolutely. I agree. I agree what happened, but Man Boy was such a great character. I know. He was. He had to go. Though. And the he actor that played shit? Man Boy had posted a, a little compilation uh, video to It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah. But he died still talking shit. You a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Man Boy. Boy, he's a hell of a character, man. That was yeah, a hell of a character. Sure. You, sure. you a bitch too. Oh. We're actually we're gonna hold off on Falcon and the Winter Soldier for the same reason we're holding off on Snowfall too. Then, just to be fair. Oh, good because I, I, I haven't watched one look at that. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. All right, so two distant strangers. That shit was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Yes, good. but I'm tired of the. I'm just tired of watching Black Trauma. I'm officially yeah. at that point for now, sure. especially since it's really. It, it, I feel like I live in two distant strangers. <laughs> I mean, it's every day it's the same thing over and over. So, yeah. But, I mean, it was very well done, and Joey Badass did a great job. And, he did. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's a great film, but it's just the subject matter is really, like, hitting too close to home. Definitely. So. Definitely. Um, yeah, and it, 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 it sucked seeing like the different ways that he died back to back to back because they you can see them all happening in a lot did happen in real life but you can see them all happening but then the yeah. way that the the way that the movie climaxed in that conversation which they connected and you're thinking damn maybe the message of this movie is if we just listen to each other we can figure it all out and then for the cop to have known what was going on the whole time pull his gun out clap shoot him and then say see you tomorrow kid it's like what the fuck? Um, yeah, and you, but, know, and you know where yeah. I got from that message? I got, I got that. No matter how much we want things to change, they got to change as well. Definitely. At the end of the day, they don't have to. <laughs> they don't want to. I, yeah, we, I, but, hey, Green Ranger, I understand that, but at the same time, that's that's what it is, and I and I feel like again, I I don't want to put any energy in the air. But eventually, you know, Pac has said it before. Um, we gonna stop knocking at that door. Eventually, we're gonna stop knocking. That's all I'm gonna say. But but it it really was especially cruel because at one point it did, like you said, Hayes, it did feel like a breakthrough was happening. Like they really were talking, and you know, they were even finding humor and like making fun of each other's cultures. You know what I mean? And then I don't know the way that ended. I really. Because he played it, the cop played it off like he didn't know what was happening mm -hmm. every time. And mm -hmm. then the way it ended, it was like, oh, he knew. I don't know. I have questions with that ending. I, and you know what? I understand where uh, Mary is coming from because at one point I did catch myself tearing up uh, after he just kept waking up, kept waking up. 
And the cold part about it, it, it hit me when he was like, "Man, I just want to get home to my dog." Yeah. Yeah. I know, and 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 it was not lost on me that you hit us with that line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but that was but that was that. A, that was a metaphor for me trying to get to my parking spot. No lie. <laughs> yeah. oh, the whole time. That's why I sent the uh, the video. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I can't wait for us to do the review for Black Cop. You see, so you see, you saw it. No, I, I, I saw the trailer. Uh-huh. I'm good. Okay. That's how we review that next week. Uh, Baylor, you uh, you gotta watch. Everyone has to watch Black Cop before we record next week, and I don't want to derail it by talking about that, but. That's going to yeah. be such a great conversation between the four of us. Um, all right. Did everyone get to talk on Two Distant Strangers before we move into the next one? All right, cool. All right, okay. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, Ben. Uh, no, I thought Marquise, did Marquise go? Yeah, did you? No, did... Uh, y'all said everything I needed to say. Okay. All, oh, all okay. I'm saying is I because of this, I can't wait to talk about Black Cop when we see it. Because I already saw the trailer. I'm good. I'm ready for that. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, next up. In the spirit of 420, after having an amazing versus, we wanted to list our top three each weed films of all time. This one's easy. Who wants to take this one away first? I Can I just mine. get mine out of the way? Because I don't want to discuss anything. Okay, oh, I, feel like, I feel like ours were okay. pretty collective yeah. since we went through this in the chat. I don't know if you want to just... Friday, Ted, Harold Kumar. I'm out. Okay. Friday, well, no. Friday <laughs> Pineapple Express, and... Uh, Jesus, I just lost. What the fuck was my third? I was about to say, Jesus, <laughs> when did that shit come out? Huh? What? I said, whoa. I didn't Are you still recovering? I, from I thought you put me on something. Like, what did Jesus. I say? Did I say something? You said Jesus. Oh, no. But you but you stopped. So I was like, I ain't never seen that. Friday. <laughs> Friday, Pineapple Express. And I would have to say Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. The first one specifically. Amazing. Absolutely. All right, I'll go then. How high Friday, and then Harold and Kumar. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, wait. What do you say? Um, you know, remember, remember the Holocaust? The exact opposite of that. What the fuck? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, Friday, how high and half bait. Mm. Ooh, that's yeah. a very dichotomy. Top three. Yeah. <laughs> that's one shit. Lord, if you listening, <laughs> hey, you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. You cool. <laughs> All right. How do you we... give the dog a drug story? <laughs> Mom was a crackhead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, shit. Yes, let's All move right. on. I'm sorry. Being a mom is probably the most rewarding thing that I've ever done. I have my own company, but I'm a mom first. A young urban mom, it's not an experience like any other. When you're young, you're growing with your kid. You're growing into that identity. Developing and creating a community of moms that are basically sharing information with one another so that we can be stronger moms. Perfect imperfection, beautiful chaos, doing the best you can every day, falling down nine times but getting up ten. As long as you are led by love, you kind of can't lose. Moms coming together to share information so that we can be great parents for our children. Us being the change we wanted to see in the world. Yum came into existence. 
let's let's get into uh, the grand finale. We got to get into this. So we are kicking off. This is the first week of the Sweet 16 of best diss tracks of all time. So the way that we got to this list is we each gave our list of what we thought were the top 16 diss songs of all time. We listed all the ones that we thought should be one seeds. I took the average of that. Most of our one seeds were pretty similar, so the one seeds were easy. Everything that we had similarly ranked, I took that and ranked it the same way, and then I kind of randomized things that weren't on, on everyone's list to kind of end it. So this first round that we have, the first eight Wait, matches. Wait, put a disclaimer out? Go ahead. You just said that this was randomly generated, right? No. no. Well, I said the ones that weren't on everybody's list were were, were seated randomly. Let me, let me let you know what a lot of people have an issue with. Okay. The bottom, the bottom bracket has all the heavy West Coast diss tracks. So they cancel out each other. I mean, if you look, no, but if you look at it, most of these, I like the way it works out because it's a lot of East Coast versus East Coast tracks too. Well, look, look, no, no, I don't, I don't have a problem yeah. with, you know, was stirring up the pot and setting shit on fire. I'm just letting you know that some of those West Coast tracks, again, but, see, us, and the, but that's the thing. When people, when, feel when, like, when people don't have to do it, it's easy to say, "Oh no, this shouldn't be ranked here." But then, but then, right. but then, but then, when you tell them, "Okay, well, then what would you rank there instead?" and they have to go through and 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 it's not as simple as flipping one with another one, and they have to start reseeding everything. Then they they really like, and that's no, the thing. With, I, get, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I don't have a problem with Jeez. it. I'm just saying they're they they feel like some of those top seeds up top can be over thrown by some of them okay. bottom we'll find out. and then all. we'll see we'll see break, are you trying to are you trying to break the cycle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go all right all right all right so first first round first matchups let's get into it um this is gonna do you guys want to start from the top you want to start from the bottom you can start from the top either, either or. that's an it's an easy one we can start from the top we can get that shit okay. over with First matchup. Go top, bottom, top, bottom. How about that? Top, bottom. You know We're not doing all that shit. First matchup. Ether. Five, four, three, two, one. Specifically, LL's verse. This is an easy one. Ether gets the win for me. Oh, upset city, baby. Not just play. <laughs> <laughs> I got Ether. All right, Mary. Ether. Okay. World sweet. All right, yeah, that was the easy Ether one. All day. I yeah, mean, if, and five four three two one is a great verse, but it doesn't fucking compare to Ether. Very much. Yeah. I was hyped when they played it. Yeah. Last night. Uh, next one. And I think this one is like, when I looked at this matchup, this next one that we have up, it the I like that these two songs and these two artists were paired against each other with the Bridges Over and Exodus 231. Um, and I know I'm going to get hate for this, especially on this panel. I got Exodus Over the Bridges Over. I'm going the Bridges Over. I, I And I fully expect the Bridges Over to win. I got to know why you chose Exodus Over the Bridges Over. Um, I, Well, like I said, they're very similar tracks. Like, not only did KRS One just take down a whole fucking what barrel, like I like, but when you when you look at Exodus for me, the the things in which Pusha T said in Exodus have all come true. He was prophesizing on Exodus, and it's so funny that it's called Exodus two three one because he prophesized on there, and everything is. And then that that line of "Ask Steve Jobs, wealth don't buy health." And it went over a lot of people's heads because Lil Wayne suffers seizures from the shit that he's gone through. This shit, Exodus to me, I think if it came out in a different era, 
we will look at it differently. Exodus to me is one of one of the greatest diss tracks of all time, which is why it's on the list. And I have to, I, I personally find it, and maybe it's also an age thing plays a, a role in it. But I personally pick Exodus over the bridge is over. Go ahead, Bella. <laughs> the green, the green ranger is waiting on me. I see that nigga, man. I'm the white ranger. Um, I pick Exodus too. Oh, and I picked and and I picked it because first of all, the bridge is over. He did take down it, but it was a fun bridge. one though. It was fun. It was fun. They it wasn't. They, it wasn't received in a fun way. Okay, well, the, the video, the the video content that I seen, a lot of people were partying. That's my point. I'm not well, dancing to Exodus. In the Bronx. Okay. I'm not dancing to Exodus. Exactly what happened. He broke and he broke down Wayne's contract too in that song. So now? Are we gonna flip a coin? No. We're gonna be no. This is this is this is gonna have this is gonna have to be put up to vote. I'm actually gonna take just this part of the video. We're gonna put this up. Let people vote on it. So for the people who are now watching this this promo video version of this, because we came split on the bridges over in Exodus two three one. You guys get to help us decide who is going to walk away with the victory in this matchup. Who do you have? The bridge is over over Exodus 231. My case, real quick. All I'm going to say, real dark day in season until Nas came. Everybody admitted that. He did that shit. Queens was done until Nas came. That, that's cool. But uh, people are saying that this Exodus diss track should actually be in the Bible. <laughs> All I'm saying is like, if you really, if we, if we go back and listen to Exodus bar for bar for bar, Everything that he said that wasn't true at that time came true. And that and it's a yo, better disc today than what it was back then. Featuring big on the low. <laughs> true, true, true. Um, all right. So next matchup that we got. Um, we have Lost One, Lost Ones versus Sheether, which is I love the way that this one played out too. <laughs> I got lost ones, man. You got I, lost yeah, ones, I'm all right? Yeah, I'm going lost ones as well. Okay, is that a, is that yeah, a four? That was, that was a disrespectful track too. Right. Sheetha was disrespectful, but it was. You also looking off the back of Ether. Classy. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, next one. But, but you thought? I, I just want to know what you thought. What? Lost ones. Oh, lost, you, lost you ones. Thought. I said it's a four oh, okay. sweep. Okay. Lost ones by oh, okay. fucking far. Like, like Sheetha is great. Sheether is, is a great diss track, especially modern, and we don't see women go at each other very often. But Lauren Hill fucking told a story and laid that man's whole shit out in a way that he could never respond. Like what? There was there was there, there could never possibly be a response to that. Um, yeah. All you can do is go home and cry. That's all you can do and count your money. Like that's all you can do. And I, I am so happy that back when I was in in my days of being a worldly man. That I never fucked with the female MC that could come at me on a track like this because listen, this shit is over with. Um, <laughs> yeah, and she spit it and sang. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, next matchup: Takeover. Jay Z back down fifty cent. I went back. I went back and listened to back down, and I I know I said when we were talking about this, I was like, none of fifties. Uh, I said none of 50's disses towards Ja really hold up as far as being amazing I went back and listened to Back Down because it made this list and I have to backtrack on that this is a great diss song great diss song Back Down is fucking I think amazing a, I, think, I, think it's, I think it's a great diss song I just thought Clapback was better mm -hmm. but by then nobody nobody cared for Ja 
Like and, That's and true. clapback was I still I listen to clapback. I will put clapback in when I'm in the car and just first of all, it's an amazing fucking beat and the chorus is great. But he didn't really yeah. he really you know didn't say time, shit you know though. He really didn't yeah, say it's a great song. It's a better song, but as a diss, he didn't really say shit in clapback. It's a it's um, a song for the football team or the basketball team to run out to. When you say let's take them to war, nigga, I, I'm, yeah. I'm but see, but what Jake what what Ja did with clapback is the same thing that Nicki and Drake do when they have issues. They make a song that can also be a hit and be played on the radio and therefore yeah. still make money off of it. But it's just unfortunate yeah. at that point, nobody gave a fuck what Ja had to say. Um, but right. in this in this matchup, Takeover, Back Down, it's Takeover for me. Takeover. Yeah. We already, if you, no, I ain't Break Sylvan, Takeover. Yeah, Takeover. Yeah. Take God over. in the sky, me, mm-hmm. Jehovah. All right. Uh, these are going pretty much how I thought they would go so far. Hit him up and Jack the Ripper. Hit him up. Hit him up. Hit him up. Did you guys go back and listen to Jack the Ripper recently? I'm about to say, like, yo, Jack the Ripper was serious. Listen. Jack the Ripper versus uh, Hit Him Up is like the Lakers versus Miami in the finals. Four games. No, it is not. Like, it, 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 it tried. From a lyrical exercise standpoint, Jack the Ripper is a, is a better track all day long. Yeah. Okay, but as far as most disrespectful track right. of all time, most yeah. disrespectful opening bar of all time. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Jack the Ripper was serious. The ending oh was just as disrespectful as the intro. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, he he went one by one. Exactly. So collectively, <laughs> he hit, hit him down up on his double down. Right, we're going to hit him up. We're going to go hit him up. All right, cool. I love uh, Bella for that one, but that, oh, I'm going to go hit him up. The Bitch and You and Dre Day. I hate to say it. I got to go to Dre Day. Yeah. I got to go to Dre Day. Okay. Bitch and You is some serious shit. I, I, yo, un, you know, it didn't even get a response. Respond to it. And Q can respond. But Dre Day, in the video alone... Like, the on, video was funny. Hey, videos add an extra point to it. Exactly. Though. Exactly. They absolutely. Do. Yeah, I gotta go with that one too. All right. All right. Cool. That's another sweet. No Vaseline, New York, New York. No Vaseline. I, I, I'm not even. Yes, gonna, I don't even feel like I need to explain this. Is this is where. This yeah. is where you have the whole Southern California pissed off right now. <laughs> Seriously. You gotta see my group chats. They like, yo, Baylor, how the fuck did you let this happen? I said, bro. I even look like I even lied. I said it was randomly generated. I had nothing to do with it. Like, yo, this is unfair. Cause I felt like I felt like okay, New York, but, New York but, could have upset. What we're, we're okay, real realistically, let's just real quick, what track on here that again is not a lower C than New York, New York, could this have beaten? Cause I don't see it beating anything that's seated above I, it. I feel like I feel I feel like now this is what I'm hear me out. Hear me out okay. before y'all. I, I can see it coming. Look, I, I know when the Green Ranger about to move because he stays he still. <laughs> New York, New York replaces Sheether. That's a competitive uh, bracket right there. So, so you're saying just okay? So that's just moving it one place up. So if New York, New York would have been ranked 13 and Sheether would have been ranked 14th. Then it would have been no Vaseline versus sheet. And I see people having issue with that. That's why, like, no matter what, people are going to have issues. No Vaseline versus sheet there is unfair. I'm talking about yeah. that takeover versus New York, New York. That takeover would have won. Yeah, takeover would have won that easily. Like, this is not even a... Green, Ra- Green, Green, Ra- Green Ranger. Green Ranger. Them niggas kicked the building down in chucks, my nigga. In chucks. We got we to gotta, we gotta look at it, though. I, I hear you. I hear you. I know what it is. This goes back to the, and But look, this goes back to what I said about 
red and meth not being recognized as the best artists of all time? Is it because mm-hmm. of the masses say that takeover is that big? When you look at New York, New York, that was they they disrespected a whole city. Who did they go after? Anyone specific? Just the whole city, knowing that everybody likes it. It don't matter. The you. ego of New York, it don't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. But everybody came after them, right? But I get it. No, no, no. I went after it. the king. King. The king, the king is a part of New York that we kicked down the buildings. You know what I'm saying? That's all he I'm saying. He didn't even bother responding to niggas. He didn't even bother responding. It's like a waste of his breath. No, there was a response. He just wasn't involved because he Jay and Nas. Huh? Jay and Nas didn't respond, and that's why Mob Deep was. Mad I, you want to know why? You want to know why? Because they felt like they didn't. They didn't want to get. They didn't want to get into a situation where they would mess up their politics with the West Coast. That's why. Mm. All right, so it sounds like we're having an East Coast West, West Coast, Coast debate. little rivalry yeah. on the show. Exactly. Um, let's 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 let's. I'll, let's... I'll, I'll, I'll... <laughs> you saying you saying you saying New York New York is better than Takeover? No, what I'm saying it'd be a better matchup. And no, I, I, I it, and that's like, the thing. I don't, I it's not going to be a better matchup like because it still it still gets swept. It's still lost. It still gets swept. Like I don't feel like Takeover is a clear cut winner over New York, New York. That's it is. What so so so, so, you're so, you're so if if it was, would you break it down? Would you have voted? Would you have voted Takeover over New York, New York? I'm sorry, New York, New York over Takeover. I will fight for it. I can fight for it. But would you have voted for it? Yes, you would have. I don't know. I said it's a better matchup. So either way, the three of us is still they still it still would have lost. It's not coming out of this first yeah, round. Yes, because y'all go, y'all going to naturally pick that one. I'm saying I will put up a fight for New York, New York, and it'll be valid. Oh, and, and you can so put you up. You just want the opportunity to to, to argue it. I mean, for it. I mean, the real green range. So I do, do what, what I feel. What I feel like you're saying. No, what I feel like you're saying is this: you want the ability to argue it, just to argue it, and you feel like you can't because no, it's against no, another West Coast no, track. No, 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 that's not what. That's not what I'm saying. The, I, I'm saying the track was so yeah, good. So why so why why aren't you why aren't you arguing it against No Vaseline? If it's so good, why aren't you arguing against No Vaseline? Because the same reason that I'm arguing for New York, New York, Vaseline did the same thing. I mean, Cube took out a whole damn crew. New York, New York went at a I mean, uh, Dog Pound went at a whole city. That's my point. I don't care if it was flipped around. It could have been the East Coast. It could have been the locks. That that said, you know what I'm saying? It's so still it still would have lost. It would have been whatever. That's all I'm saying. Is it okay. still would have lost. Okay. 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 Let's move all on. Right. Take the real Green Ranger now. You the real Green Ranger now. <laughs> all right. Next one. Second round KO story of Adidon. This is uh, story of Adidon. Now, this is probably story this is probably like an eight nine seed. Like it's the it's, match to me. It's the six and eleven seed. So I mean, it's close. We're um, going. We're going Adidon. I'm gonna add it on on that one. That was disrespectful. I feel like I, I feel like I feel like yeah, and let's mention it. Pusha does have two distractions. Pusha is the one rapper like <laughs> that I think that nobody like as much as like Pusha is not hugely mainstream. I think how we said the rapper's favorite rapper. I think secretly, almost every major MC does not want to piss off Pusha T. Like I just that's a fact. That's what you yeah. got. Every time I see in one of those videos, this is somebody who's always doing this. Exactly. <laughs> like, nah, <laughs> you don't want it. Mm, I just mm. like when Tory Lanez yeah. was doing that whole summer where he was coming out everybody and he was like, "Yeah, I even want Pusha T." Everybody collectively was like, "No, you don't. No, you don't. Like, you're just no, saying you that. No, you don't. Yeah, you, know, sure, you, you don't want that. Like, just Yo, just shut I, up." Did Kendrick Kendrick didn't even mention him and um he and, did uh, wait song with Big Sean either did he? he no, he, he did mention Pusha T in Control, didn't he? Nope. Nope. He did not mention Pusha T. Whose name did he say right before Drake? Because I could have sworn it was Pusha and Drake. 
Well, we got some homework to do. Okay, yeah, yeah, homework back and listen okay, to it. So let's move on. But but even even with that being said, and everybody knows I'm a Kendrick Lamar super fan. Kendrick doesn't want shit with Pusha T, bro. That's just and that, that people may think I'm crazy as fuck for saying that. Pusha T will annihilate Kendrick Lamar in a in hey, a this not in a battle. So there's different a okay, rap battle. Kendrick Kendrick would beat Pusha T in a diss track in which Pusha has a chance to come out with a video and break down his opponent. Kendrick lives in one with Pusha, bro. In, in, in my Monique voice, I would like to see that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I got to think about that one. All right. Okay, so we're Let's done with the yet. first round. What we Well, not necessarily, because you guys have to vote on the Bridges Over Exodus. But other than that, it's going to be Ether versus whatever comes out of there. Ether's going to win, probably. We got Lost Ones yeah. versus Takeover next week. Hit Em Up versus Dre Day. And No Vaseline versus The Story. The two most disrespectful. Oh. No Vaseline and, versus and Story. That, and that's, and that's, a, that's another point that I want. Lost Ones versus Takeover, right? Uh-huh. Okay. That's how I feel about New York, New York versus Takeover. There's got to be a winner, though. I, so I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I'm not, I, I don't know who I'm gonna pick, but I'm gonna definitely study these two. And so uh, this week we had mm-hmm. a lot to go over. This was the first round. Next week we'll dive a little bit deeper into why we're picking each track over one because I feel like the further this goes along, the bigger the arguments are going to be. This first round was pretty easy. I can see next week being easy in some instances, but some instances not. That elite, um, that elite eight about to be cracked. Oh, the elite eight mm. is going like the the, the last two rounds right. in this. I hope that we're still all friends after that. Nah. I th- I think I think the final four and and the and the and the finals will be easier to pick. I think this is the next round is going to be the t- the toughest one. Oh, you think so? I I, I don't know. That I'm final four. Deta- I'm going to break down details to to all of them. All right. Well, I look forward to it. Uh, <laughs> that is it for the Breaks Radio this week. Uh, Miss Mary Almonte, go ahead and give me your social media any parting words. I am at Miss Mary Almonte on all social platforms and at Younger Moms and at Fist Spice with a Y for further commentary. <laughs> Baylor, <laughs> I'm tired. I am at Baylorism because punk ass Twitter won't give me at Baylor the Great, but but at Baylor the Great on everything else except for Twitter. All right, Marquis. I'm Marquis at Safe Moon. Um, I gotta admit, you were right about Pusha T. He didn't mention him, oh. but there was no response. So awesome. it is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, impenetrable. I'm good. That yeah. is one of the best usernames I've ever seen in my life. The M underscore penetrable. Well, thank you. Like that. I got to give you give hats off to that one. You did that. <laughs> so uh, great username. Uh, you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes. Is that CEO H A I Z E? Uh, any parting words? Is that what I'll say? Um, New York, New York would have never made it out the first round. And if you guys have a problem with that, like, and not Baylor again, this is this isn't directed at Baylor because I know Baylor is is, is representing the people who have messaged him, and he. Baylor knows what the fuck he's doing. So this is not directed. Me and Baylor can have music debates all day long. But you motherfuckers who ain't on podcasts who got a problem with seating and don't do shit, I don't give a fuck how y'all feel. Uh, but you can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. Uh, you can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebreaksradio.gmo.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail, if you want to go off about our diss track ratings, you can do so at 614-547-2039. Make sure you guys are breaking the cycle. Uh, this has been another episode. Oh. <laughs> of uh of the breaks radio we are out this bitch peace hey some people say leon was in that new york new york video if you look close i cannot I... he wasn't even born <laughs> 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 <laughs>